I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mother's Day is May 12th and Kendra Scott has all the perfect gifts to make her feel special with high-style quality pieces at an affordable price. They even have a great selection of gifts under $100. Use code DIRECTIONALLY for 20% off your purchase of any full-price fashion jewelry at KendraScott.com or mention the code DIRECTIONALLY in any Kendra Scott store. Valid until July 10th. This Mother's Day, celebrate her with Kendra Scott. Dating is hard. Lavu makes it easy. Lavu is the best dating app there is. It just won the User's Choice Award for Best Dating App from Google Play. Lavu is for relationships. It's for something a little more serious, but it's also seriously fun. Tired of mindless swiping? Download Lavu. That's L-O-V-O-O. Get one week free premium membership using the code GETLOVENOW. That's Get Love Now for one week free on Lavu. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla and we are directionally challenged. Oh, we thought we'd have so much figured out by the time we were in our 30s. And we don't. No, (laughs) we don't. But we are sitting down today with someone who is 25 years old and has figured out a whole 
heck of a lot of things. I mean, she's incredible. You guys, we have Catherine Powell on who created Naked Magazine or as the old fart like me over here was calling it NKD Magazine. Well, she said it's both. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, at the age of 17, she started her own magazine. It's incredible what she's achieved already at 25. And I just am so inspired by her and um, her story. Yeah, it's really, it's, uh, we cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Now, Kayla, what magazines were you reading when you were 17 years old? Gosh, I guess. Uh, were you in magazines when you were 17 oh, year old? No, I'm no, I, but I, I remember, just picture you as an alloy model. Absolutely not. But thank you. Or just like one of those like cute girls in 17 magazine. who's like eating a bowl of cereal, like gossiping about your crush. <gasps> You're a really good friend. <laughs> Definitely not. I was so awkward. And I remember wanting teen magazine, just regular teen magazine, and having to muster the courage to ask my mom to order teen magazine. And her answer was, I don't know if I want you reading that because there's sex in there. Whoa. And I was so uncomfortable. She um, was luckily, not- my sister, who's a year younger, was my backup and was like, Mom, everyone's reading this magazine. We want this magazine. You should get it for us. So, two against one. We ended up getting Teen Magazine and the rest is history. Jenica for the win. Yes, thanks, Shout Jen. out to Jenica. <laughs> Shout out, Jenica. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of those magazines, I do remember like Teen Magazines talking about like I feel like you were huge in pop culture at that age. What, what? did you, yeah, oh, like yeah. You, you loved all of that. What was your all magazine that you read all the time? Did all you also, them. did you shop from Delia's? Oh my God. So I always had the Delia's magazine, but mm-hmm. I ever, ne- I never actually bought anything. I think I got a few inflatable. That's not true. I bought some inflatable furniture mm-hmm. off of Delia's. For those of our listeners who don't know what we're talking <laughs> about, Delia's is a catalog, a magazine, and then also a catalog that you can shop from. And this was before the internet and before so back- Instagram and all of that. And you can, you can, you actually had to like fill out an order slip and send it in the mail. And then they would send you the clothes you wanted back. And it was the coolest probably equivalent to what like urban outfitters now yes kind of idea where it was just the coolest stuff they had furniture they had phone like you know like i remember i got like a really cool um clear it was blue clear phone with my own phone for my own phone line and that was really cool lava lamps kind of thing i do miss like landline phones Mm -hmm. i really do i had a clueless phone oh wow and it would speak to you. That's like so you cool. could push a button and say like, as if. So while Candace and I are doing our, having our coolest phones and our blow up furniture, um, Catherine Powell over here is developing a magazine at the same age. Well, she, yes, but she's much younger. Yeah. So by the time, I mean, she also grew up with the digital in more in the digital age of than course. we did. But the fact that she was in high school and then also developing a magazine at the same time is unbelievable. What I appreciate is, I mean, even you obviously you can tell by some of the magazines that we're talking about. Yeah, I read like Seventeen and Teen Magazine and um, Nylon wasn't really... Nylon was out, but it was like so cool. But a lot of the teen magazines would kind of more talk about like fashion or like what happens when you and your friend are like in a fight mm-hmm. or like how to get attention from your crush. Mm-hmm. And here's Catherine at the ripe age of 17 going, I want to read a magazine that talks about bands and gets an, like a better in-depth idea of who they are as human, human beings and people and why they do what they do. 
and like what makes them them and what makes them great and why they play music. Like the fact that she was so profound at that age to, to not only decide she wanted to start a magazine, but beyond, it was not about necessarily fashion or, um, or just who the, the celebrity gossip. It was specifically her following things that she was passionate about and wanting to sit down with people and truly interview them in a way that you could, they would reveal who they were and be more naked. And she says that she, she wanted to specifically target the people who would maybe get a small blurb in teen magazine and have them uh, tell their full story in her magazine. And I think that's, what's so interesting is she really just trusted her gut. She didn't try and follow the trends. She started to create them on her own and to have that level of confidence at that age, when you are still growing and learning who you are is really quite extraordinary. And I, I'm so happy we had her on this because, you know, our whole thing is that we're lost in our thirties and we have this, she's one of the youngest ones we guests we've had on and she's 25 here and has accomplished so much already. And I just think for our listeners and for us, there's so much we have to learn from her. And, um, the way she lives her life and what she believes and how she goes about creating her own reality. It's just really inspiring. And she's just got this really great ease and sort of effortless vibe to her, even still after she's accomplished so much. And you would think when you're interviewing an editor of a magazine that it would be much more of a a business exchange and this sort of, she's just got this kind of down home vibe and it's great. I'm such a fan. She, I'm such a fan. And that's one of my favorite things about her is she is such a fan in her own right. I mean, that's why she started this magazine. She was a fan and she wanted to give um, bands and artists a place where she could really ask them all the questions that everyone was probably wanting to ask them. What shows did you go, what concerts did you go to when you were younger that you're like, oh my God, if I could sit down with this band right now. You know who I loved in high school? It was Dixie Chicks. So I was like a big Dixie Chicks fan. And I think I saw them four times um, in concert in high school. It was me and all my friends. We just loved them so much. Um, And so that was really cool. But I think my first cool concert, I went and saw Madonna and we had really great seats. And I went, oh, this is next level. So I I think, yeah, it's sort of like all ends of the spectrum. How about you? Um, A big one from when I was younger and living out here was uh, it was right after the Ting Tings hit, Mm. but it was before they'd like really hit on the radio. It's kind of like everyone took me with you to that concert. Were you there? Yes. Yes, It was like, yes, it was like right after vampire started then. Yes. And it was at that party Uh uh and it was such a great concert. It was so awesome. Performers. Yes. That's the thing you guys about Candace is she's always, and maybe it's because you grew up in the music industry, like being a part of it. And then you're also married to a musician, but Anytime I want to know what's what I should be listening to, like the cool music, I come to you. And when we shot the Vampire Diaries pilot, you made me a CD because CDs were cool back then. Yeah. And on the CD, on the burner CD, you wrote in tiny little writing around <laughs> the whole thing that the name of the artist and um, what song it was. And I remember whenever I wanted to feel cool, I would put that on. And it was like my pump up CD. Thanks. <laughs> I, I still loved have it. making a mix CD. Yes. Loved it. And I love that you just complimented my taste in music. You have fantastic taste So in music. if my stepdaughters are listening right now, Elise and Ava, see, I'm cool. Well, when Billie Eilish first came out, you were like, oh, you have to listen to Billie no, Eilish. No, because they listened and to it. Now- I thought Billie was a guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not that cool. I, at this point now with teenagers in the house, it's just like a constant reminder that like they're, they are on top of it. Like that's, when, that's awesome too, because then they can keep you cool and then you can keep me cool. Yeah. Ava, can- <laughs> Ava the other day in the car was, she was like, you don't listen. Like, I bet you don't know like one rap song. But didn't you, wa- didn't like, you almost take them to chance the rapper? Yes. So that's, that's a cool. separate story. But Someone that's still got, cool. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, um, I do. And I'm not going to prove it right now, but I totally do. And if you know me at any karaoke joint <laughs> by two in the morning, no, but it was really funny. They just had this idea of like their dad and I just like not knowing anything that's current which is so ironic because you guys are very like current in pop culture i mean i think if your wedding's in people magazine you are somewhat current right well, it was so the wedding special it, it doesn't wasn't. matter <laughs> i don't kidding. think that matters the fact that you <laughs> <laughs> thanks you're making me feel real cool now no um, but it's a thing thanks. for sure and um, um <laughs> i'm just wondering what type of magazine i would have ended up creating had i started one at 17 and it Ooh. would not even be remotely as cool and forward thinking as Catherine's go for it. I want to hear what your magazine would be like. What would be some of the front cover headlines? How to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) And the the only one. (laughs) And it would not be a good one. (laughs) Is that the name of the magazine with like a question mark at the end? But yeah, it would be like, you know, K and then E W E L L. Whoa. Like Kayla Yule. I like it. <laughs> How about you? I think you should do this. <laughs> I think this is like, this has got to start now. Um, mine, I don't know. My, what I wrote, what I named my record when I was 17 years old was it's always the innocent ones. Ooh. Well, so, you do look very innocent, but I would, I would argue that sometimes you are the opposite of that. Well, that's the, that there we go. There's mm-hmm. the double entendre of the... So that would be the name of your magazine. Title. So that could be the name of it. And it would probably be like, um, oh my God, at the age of 17, it would have been like, um, what shoes can you wear all night without wanting to cut your feet off? And um, how to... I don't know. I feel like I was just going out a lot when I was young. I don't want the kids to listen to this part of the conversation. I was going out a lot. Um, I was so desperate for attention from boys. Probably like I probably still would have been the like, how do you get your crush to like you? Mm. Um, How many hours should you wait before you text back? Like that was me at 17. But that's a normal 17 year old. I feel like not many people are like Catherine Powell. They're just thinking ahead. And she said she's she was already like at her local venue in Jersey, taking photos of the local artists and like really diving into this sort of indie culture. Yeah. Well, thank God Catherine Powell made a magazine and it wasn't you and I. Yes. (laughs) Very, very true. (laughs) Guys are so excited. Mm -hmm. Right after the break, we'll be back with Catherine Powell. We're so excited to have Catherine Powell here, owner, starter, CEO. Are, are, do all those words apply? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a CEO title. <laughs> of NKD Magazine, <laughs> which you basically have lived out like 
this dream world of like any girl that watched a rom-com growing up being like, look at all these women who like work at magazines and you were 14 years old and you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own magazine. Yeah. I started like photographing music when I was 14 and then realized no one would hire me because I was a teenager. And so at 17, I was like, well, let's try this and see if it works. And then that's when the magazine was born. So already at 14, you were trying, you were like ready to get a job. Pretty much. I grew up in a town that like celebrates lacrosse as a holiday and I'm not very coordinated. Like I, my parents sat me down the summer before freshman year of high school and were like, so what are you going to do? Like you need something that goes on a, like, you know, your college application. And I was like, well, maybe I'll try out for the softball team in the spring. Cause that was like the sport I was the least bad at. And my dad straight up was like, you're not going to make the team. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and the kicker is everyone makes the freshman team. But um, he was like, you've been taking pictures at shows like and he collected cameras growing up or while I was growing up. Um, and there was a camera store closing near me. So he bought me a camera and was like, have at it. Um, and then I just started bringing it to a local venue in my town or like a few towns over and just shooting like every Friday night just to like build up a portfolio. So you have this dream to start this magazine. Yeah. Right? How I've, a lot of people have dreams. We yes. all have them, <laughs> but you actually made it happen. So for our listeners, what what was that process like? Um, Take us through that. I think like a lot of it comes down to like you never have as much confidence as you do at seventeen because it's like that weird time before you have consequences, um, but you like feel like you're an adult even though you're very much not. Um, and I just sort of figured like there was nothing to lose and just kind of went for it and have been like making it up as I go still eight years later. <laughs> yeah. We did a whole episode um, about fear and there was a woman, Monica Berg, who wrote a book called Fear is Not an Option. And yeah, I think that there is this, the benefit of fearlessness at, mm -hmm. at such a young age. I mean, I look back at the things that I set out to do at a young age. And I'm just like, what the hell was I thinking? Like if I was an adult, really systematically thinking about like the logistical side of goal setting mm -hmm. at that point, I wouldn't have gone for half the things that I right. went for. So you essentially, so you've, so at 14, you get your first camera you start taking pictures. You're already, which I'm blown away by the fact that you're like, <laughs> you know what? I really need to build my portfolio. Like, <laughs> so were your parents like very business oriented? Obviously your dad was encouraging you to go take pictures, yeah. which is an artistic business venture. Um, and my parents worked, uh, like both my parents worked all growing up. So it never occurred to me like, Oh, like I wouldn't work. Like, um, and I had this very strong urge to get out of my hometown and never come back um, and felt that like the art route was kind of the way to do that because no one in my town was really like an artsy person. It's very much like a sports and academic town. And what town is this? It's called Ridgewood, New Jersey. Okay. Um, it's like 15 miles out of Manhattan um, and like, like has a crazy school, like public school program, like on the side of our high school, it says a tradition of excellence. Mm. It's a very daunting <laughs> motto to walk into every yeah, day. Sets the bar. Just yeah. Real, just casual. Super so weird. You move yeah. out of Ridgewood and you go. To where? New York. To New York. Uh, to School of Visual Arts for college. Okay. And then is it while you're in college that you start NKD? Uh, the magazine started when I was a junior in high school okay. as sort of my like, like, this is what I'm going to put on the college application. Um, and this is like going to be my job. And I was very much trying to not go to college. And thought that maybe if I had like a working job, 
by the time I graduated, I wouldn't have to. <laughs> and then my parents were like, LOL, <laughs> you're not making any money. So you're going. Um, and four years later, I was still running the magazine while like going to school. And yeah, that was a lot. So how did you start up a magazine then um, in your junior year? <laughs> most people are like, okay, we got to get the yearbook together. I was on the yearbook committee too. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my one extracurricular at school. Um, but I, because I'd been like shooting bands, I had like some connections with publicists and managers. Um, and my friend who I started it with, who left the company in like 2013, I think, um, wanted to be like a music journalist. So I, she was like, I'll write the articles and you'll take the photos. And like, this is it. We have our team. Um, doesn't work that way. Okay. <laughs> um, but we both like, we had a lot of friends who were musicians. We had like a lot of connections in the music industry just from like what we had been doing, um, in high school and sort of just sent out a bunch of cold emails and we're like, we're going to do this thing. Does anyone want to be a part of it? And the first issue was mostly our friends, um, the first few really were mostly like our friends or friend adjacent. Um, and we then can relate with the podcast. Yeah. That's how it started for us too. <laughs> it's always, you just have to get the people around you involved first. And then it's like, look, the, here's the thing. Now other people will do it. Um, so that was, yeah, the first few issues were like that. And then probably about like six in, we started like really getting to like pitch people and like have more of an idea of what we wanted and then it started to sort of transform into like what it is now, which is not just a music magazine, but like kind of a young Hollywood vibe. Um, a lot of actors, which when we started, there was like none in it because we just didn't know any. Um, but in, are these actual physical copies or are these digital copies? What did you start with? We did both like from the beginning. So we published like through a digital space and then we used a service that would basically print on like an on-demand service. So like if someone wanted to order one, then they would just print one and like we wouldn't really see a profit from it, but we also wouldn't be putting money up for it. So it was kind of this weird gray area where we weren't really spending money, but we weren't making any either. Um, but we were like 17 and we're like, this is fine. Yeah. Um, we get to shoot bands and go to shows for free. I think not losing money at 17. Yeah, is a totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's winning. Yeah. Um, and it's still the same system we use today because like, especially after like Teen Vogue and Nylon got pulled, it was from, uh, stands. It was like, well, if we went to shelves, like we would get pulled in a year if that. So we still kind of, our main audience is digital. And then you can still have the option of like buying a print copy if you want one. So you start this magazine and Katie, which, how did you come up with the name? Um, I always love a name story. We came up with naked because. Uh, do you call it naked or NK? It kind of like depends. Old mom we go here, with like both. <laughs> um, we called it naked in the beginning and the first logo like said naked. Um, and the idea was like, we were kind of touching on like the idea of vulnerability and like being more open because we were, especially in kind of the warp Tour world of music there was like one magazine that was featuring people and they were like interviewing the same bands every month asking the same questions and it was like there's so much more that we wanted to learn about these people and that was sort of the mentality that went into naked so that's where the name came from and then like about a year in we were like we're featuring some people that are not 18 and that's <laughs> that's a gray area <laughs> um so we took the vowels out and then like depending on who we're speaking to, we refer to it as naked or NKD. Um, I thought it was naked too. So I, for, without the vowels, you still yeah. go naked. Yeah. 
Um, it kind of just depends who we're speaking to just to pitch it. Cause like if we're ta- like featuring someone from the Disney channel, who's like 15, we're like NKD. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like if we're featuring like some cool rock band, we're like, it's called naked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what were the bands that you initially started out with then? Um, some of our first ones were like the main under oath, um, newfound glory was on an early cover. Um, a lot of like that warp tour world, like all time low, um, Jimmy Eat world was one of the f- like early ones. And that was like a big get for me. Um, and then we sort of, yeah, started transitioning into like an actor world just by featuring like musicians who were also actors and then like branching out into just actors and then the YouTube space and like all these different people. But it was very rooted in warp tour at the beginning. And tell us now how if an issue for your latest issue, um, how do you come up with who you choose? How do you choose who's in it? Um, it's kind of, I still like take a lot of pitches or we like pitch kind of like if someone's show is coming back in April, like or if their show is even just still airing in April and there's, they want to do press on it because like their character has a big episode that month or something um, or if a band's releasing an album or a single Um, but sometimes it's just like a lot of people that I just like, and I'm like, Hey, I know you're not promoting anything, but like, do you still want to hang out? Um, (laughs) so you're a big fan of a lot of these people you put in your magazine. That's yeah. Still kind of the main thing, which is so selfish of me. Like the magazine is very much just like people I'm interested in. That's (laughs) amazing. Or the coolest thing ever. (laughs) Like, you know, some people have like a blog or like an Instagram fan account right you created a magazine to be like basically doing the ultimate version my instagram is a fan account for just like a lot of different people (laughs) so you just you figured out a way to hang out with the people who you admire the most pretty much yeah smart yeah (laughs) so you're living in new york this magazine's taken off you're in college at this point Mm -hmm. balancing it all obviously still going to concerts and taking Mm -hmm. a lot of photos um at some point you go on tour yeah with someone was it with the youtube yeah the first artist i toured with was max um who was a youtube slash nickelodeon uh actor kid yeah um and we had known each other for a couple years and i went on tour with him my last semester of college um and was balancing that and the last semester I think I might be the first college student in history to try and turn in their senior thesis early <laughs> um, and was told that I was not allowed. Oh. I had to then fly home and miss one show on tour to like physically hand my thesis to the head of my department. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, we spent like a year touring together and then I bounced around between a bunch of different artists for like short gigs and then about a year ago fell into working with Casey Musgraves and that sort of like changed my whole career trajectory. She's doing all right these days. Yeah, it's, it's been a good few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> she's had a really solid few weeks. Yeah. Um, art or album of the year. Grammy at every award, award winner, show. Every yeah. Every award show. <laughs> Just won another one last night at the Killing ACMs. It. Killing yeah. it. You got in with her right before she really took off. I Yeah, my first show with her was the same month that she released Golden Hour. Um, but I'd been a super fan of hers since like my freshman year of college when Mary Garan came out and just sort of like lucked into the job by so being in the, the right place th- at the right time. Tell us that story then. Um, basically, like I was one of my oldest friends was getting her master's in London and she was home for Christmas like two years ago and was like, well, you should come visit while you have a free place to stay in London. And I was like, done, sold. <laughs> um, and I was like looking just to see what was going on in London in like a few weeks I was available and there was this country music festival happening 
there and I was like, well, I have a few clients playing that like maybe if I'm out there, I can then just have them hire me and that'll pay for my vacation. Um, and that's what I did. And then Casey's team, who I'd never worked with before, heard I was going to be out there based on a recommendation, hired me for that show. And then I just like kind of started going a lot of places with her. And then we did like a full Europe tour in the fall. And now this U.S. headliner just finished and we do Coachella this week and a whole bunch of festivals this summer. But yeah, it's been kind of crazy. That sounds like a dream job. <laughs> it's like truly my dream job. Like if anyone asked me, like, who's the artist you want to work for? Like for years, I've said Casey. And wow. then I'm just like, how did this happen? How has no one like figured out that I'm just like a super fan and like <laughs> so stoked to be here? But that's what I love. I feel like especially in the entertainment industry, people are just over being a fan. People are yeah. just like, oh, yeah, they're cool, whatever. Or, oh, yeah, I watch this. Or unless it's Game of Thrones. Like right. everyone's decidedly all for being a fan of Game of Thrones, but anything else right. plays it cool. Um, and you're such like, to me, I'm like, you're such a cool girl. And yet you're totally <laughs> open about being like, yeah, I'm like a fan. I'm like ride or die one tree hill. Yeah. Don't get me started on the Avengers or we'll be here for <laughs> hours. <laughs> but how, what advice would you give to someone who is young and, or in college and in college or an adult who wants to pursue something that does bring them joy and walk that line of like being professional and also just enjoying the hell out of it? I think like there is, especially towards young women, like such a stigma of like being a fangirl and like dudes don't really get that. Like a dude can like, if a dude was like, yo, I fucking love One Tree Hill. Like people will be <laughs> like, that's so cool that a guy watches that show. Um, and they wouldn't think anything of it. But if a girl does, it's like, oh, that's sweet. Like that you like that. Um, but I think just like being vocal, like really does work, like in terms of, you know, getting access to people and like getting to be in the rooms that you want to, um, especially with social media, like, um, if you look at like influencers, even like people get into rooms because they're vocal about something that they care about, whether it's like a beauty convention or like, um, there was someone last year who went to see, uh, the Avengers movie, like an absurd amount of times in theaters and then got invited to the premiere for this one, like things like that. Like, I really think that like being a fan is, and being a vocal fan really opens doors these days when it like there didn't used to be an outlet for that necessarily. What's can you give an example of like, was there someone that you were really passionate about getting on the cover of your magazine or someone that you really wanted to interview that you kind of reached out or I know um, it's been a lot of issues, but I'm trying to think, I mean, like a big one for me was our five year anniversary cover. We had Troy and Belsario from Pretty Little Liars mm -hmm. on the cover, like kind of at like the height of PLL being what it was. Um, and that was a show that I had watched like religiously from the beginning and like never shut up about online <laughs> because there was so much to talk about. <laughs> um, and then by the time we like got her in the room, like, you know, um, her team was aware that like she was going to sit down for an interview with someone who like knew what they were talking about. And I think like things like that kind of help a lot. I mean, same with Jimmy Eat World, like when we had them for the cover, it was to celebrate them being a band for 20 years and I was 20. And so that was like the whole pitch was like, I like, I don't know my life without this band and like whatever. And they were like, that's an awesome story. Here you go. And yeah. that's like how we got that. I love that. Yeah. Cause oh. people want to feel like, it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, 
Kayla and myself like are both part of a show that had like a very large fandom, which, you know, and it is nice. Part. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice when someone does know the backstory. Like I was I'm very flattered. I was able to be on the cover of Naked <laughs> magazine, but you knew everything about like. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. 
with so many sample packs, new products. It's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code challenged right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code challenged. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. You are ready to throw down with the Klaus and Caroline storyline. I'm always ready to throw down with the Klaus and Caroline storyline. <laughs> Whereas like sometimes, you know, and when it is your entire life, it's it's nice when you do get to celebrate it in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, not to say that every journalist out there is going to be the biggest fan of every person or every show that they're interviewing about. But it is nice when you do have the time and ability to sit down with someone that is a genuine fan. Well, and I would think the article comes out so much better that way. And it just seems so much more interesting. So I think that's why Naked has been so successful is you have the people that you love on the cover and have the articles about that you, I mean, the 20 years with Jimmy Eat World, that sounds like such a fascinating article. I now want to go back and read that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So these concepts and these ideas are really fascinating and interesting. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. OpenFit is a brand new, super simple streaming service that takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. Everyone's bodies are different and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content. Not to mention with OpenFit, you can work out anywhere in as little as 10 minutes a day using your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, or Roku. I loved OpenFit when I was using it, you guys. It, I, it's so easy to download. It's so easy to navigate. The, the amount of workouts that are offered is really great too, which I think is a huge plus. OpenFit has changed the way I work out. And with my code challenged, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code challenged and start using OpenFit with your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenged, our listeners get a special 30-day free trial membership where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. Just text CHALLENGED to 303030 and you will get full access to all of OpenFit's workouts and nutrition information free. Again, that's CHALLENGED to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers. Shop from designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail. New arrivals come in daily, and every single item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts. In fact, The Real Real employs over 100 brand authenticators, gemologists, horologist, and art curators from around the globe who inspect thousands of items each day to ensure that every item is 100% authentic. Shop and consign women's and men's luxury fashion, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home. Shop online, visit one of their stores in Soho or West Hollywood, or visit one of their luxury consignment offices in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. I love how simple The Real Real makes it when you're shopping online. It's a great way to find a really nice gift at an affordable price. Shop in-store online or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. That's therealreal.com, promo code REAL for 20% off select items. 
Support for today's show comes from Bare Minerals, creators of clean beauty. Purity and formulation and uncompromising performance have always been the guiding principles of Bare Minerals because they believe that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. This has been the Bare Minerals philosophy since they began the clean beauty revolution in 1995 with their best-selling original foundation, which offers creamy, lightweight, buildable coverage that's naturally luminous. The clean formula is made with only five good-for-your-skin ingredients, all minerals, including non-chemical SP protection. Makeup is so pure you can sleep in it, and it actually improves your skin over time. It's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't. For Bare Minerals, to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Like every Bare Minerals product, it's 100% cruelty-free. Better yet, both the original and matte loose powder foundations are available in 30 shades. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the code CHALLENGED. That's bareminerals.com, promo code CHALLENGED for 15% off your first purchase. Bare Minerals, the power of good. And we're back. Do you feel the pressure of pop culture or do you just kind of give your finger to it and be like, no, this is what I like. This is what I think is cool. And I know that there is a huge group of people that are going to like what we have to say? Or do you feel like you have to kind of confine yourself to what's more trendy at the moment? Um, It's kind of both, but I feel like I, um, because I'm kind of a pop culture nerd, like I watch every TV show and I'll like listen to everything on New Music Friday and just sort of get a feel for what's out there just because that's what I want to do. Um, But I do like, we've definitely featured people from like shows I haven't watched or like bands that I'm not as familiar with, but because I know that they're sort of having a moment. But when it comes to kind of like picking people for the cover and things like that, like I feel like I'm more more confident in my abilities to like pick someone that people are going to be interested in. Um, like one of the, we had Candace Patton from The Flash on the cover and it was her first magazine cover. And it's still like beyond our most outperforming issue. Um, and I think like, Especially with like, you know, the CW freeform world of it all, like that's where the most passionate fans are. And it's weird to me that like magazines like necessarily Teen Vogue or Nylon or any of those like don't really see that benefit that like these fans are so passionate and like there's a reason why I'm interested in that world and like I'm not the only one. Um, so I've definitely, especially like eight years in, like really trust my taste for the most part. Like there hasn't been a time where we've put someone on the cover and it's just like died. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think that's because you are pop culture. I mean, to want oh, to <laughs> listen to new music on Friday, you know what I mean? To want to innately do that instead of feeling like you have to do that mm-hmm. to stay up with the times you naturally, the, I just see why the magazine has been so successful. Thanks. And speaking of how many years has it been now? Uh, we will be celebrating eight years in July. Eight years. And... I think you have some big news, right? Yeah. Um, we, so eight, the July issue will be our, hold on. I have to count really quick. <laughs> our 97th issue. Wow. And our a hundredth issue is going to be our last. Um, and it's going to be a celebration of, you know, eight and a half years, a hundred issues. We're trying to bring back every one of our cover artists to, you know, do something special. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a thing that I've known that's going to happen for about two years now. Um, so I've had like a lot of time to prepare for it. But now I'm like, oh, it's it's happening. How does it feel? 
like really sad, but really great at the same time. Like it was always supposed to be a stepping stone to something bigger. Um, and then like the stone sort of turned into an island without me really noticing. <laughs> and it's really easy to get stranded on an island. Um, but like I, I wanted to end it before someone was like, why are you still doing this? So it felt like a hundred was kind of like this marker, um, <clears throat> that people would like see it as an accomplishment and also understand the choice I was making. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, a hundred issues, that's a lot. Obviously Candace's issue is one of your favorites. Yes. Do you have any other, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other favorites issues that stand out? Maybe the Jimmy World The Jimmy one. World one was so huge to me. And like the fact that we did that kind of like two and a half years in mm -hmm. that sort of felt like the moment where I was like, oh, this is working. Like this was my number one goal when this started was to like be able to do something with Jimmy Eat World. And it happened really early. And I was like, cool, now I can change like what I want to do with this and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that one was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think like our last few. Um, Seems I mean, like the Trojan Belisario one was a huge yeah, one too. Because that, was, that cool. was the height of PLL. And I think that was also the one where people who maybe either like doubted the magazine or doubted me or just like hadn't really like a place naked on the level of like some of these other magazines just because it was digital were like, oh, okay. Like she's on the biggest show in the world right now and she's on your cover. Like that says something. Like if you went to the newsstand that month, like you would see every other Pretty Little Liar on a cover that month because they had like a season coming out that month. Um, and she chose ours for that, which was like a very cool, just like bragging moment almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it all does kind of blend together at some point. Like I'm going through my head trying to like remember who was on it. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Well, cause it's so fast paced and you yeah, got it constantly. Yeah. I mean, at least in all the rom-coms I've seen of people that work at magazine companies. <laughs> yeah. That's you, put, you put one it. out and you're on to the next. Yeah, it's Kate Hudson hanging around and Jennifer Garner. And there's Wouldn't like be nice? someone in the corner office and everyone's gossiping and running around in heels. And assistant is always getting coffee. The yeah. reality is me in my yoga pants in my <laughs> one bedroom apartment in New York, um, hearing the hospital sirens from across the street. <laughs> so you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what, whenever you do start your own business venture, uh, it's not that you're surrounded with a bunch of people going like, yeah, you can do this. Believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you, how did, what, what was encouraging to you and what people were trying to tell you not to move forward? Like, what did you kind of discover within yourself at that point of, okay, this is my goal. This is what I'm doing. And I'm not going to take no for an answer. Um, I mean, my mother would love to tell you that I've never taken no for an answer. Um, <laughs> but I think that was kind of like a big thing was I was kind of raised in a very, um, sheltered bubble in Jersey where I was lucky that like I had, that my parents had the resources to sort of like, let me try things and learn what I liked and figure out myself without sort of worrying about other factors. Um, so by the time I started something, there was nothing in my head that was like telling me like, you can't do this. Um, and I think my parents were and have been con continued to be like so supportive beyond belief um, and like have given me a lot of extra wiggle room to figure things out. Then I think a lot of kids get the opportunity to. Um, but like, I know a lot of people don't have that. Um, and I really think it's just like making sure that if you don't have those resources, like to surround yourself with other people that like are encouraging you to just keep following what you're trying to do. 
Were there moments where you found out you thought people would support you that didn't? Yeah, for sure. Um, How did you handle that? I mean, it's been kind of nice, like, when... I mean, I'm sure you've gotten this where you asked people in the beginning, like, be on my <laughs> podcast. And then they were like, no. And then it was successful. And they were like, hey, so I'm available yeah. now. <laughs> um, it was definitely a lot of that where it's like people who thought that they were too cool for us or like whatever, just were like, oh, well, I'm doing this new thing now. My record label dropped me and I don't have help and blah, 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 um, which is like a little satisfying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's. It's definitely hard when like you like believe so much in what you're doing and you're like trying to tell the people that you care about about it. And they're just like, "Uh uh-huh. Good luck. Um, Like, I don't think that there's any like solution to that except to like just prove that like you can do it um, and then like laugh at them later. (laughs) (laughs) So you're ending the magazine after Mm -hmm. 100 issues Mm -hmm. and you'll you're touring with Casey Musgrave. Yeah, it's a huge transition touring with her and uh, Dan and Shay right now. Okay, I'm kind of bouncing between the two who also had a big night last night. Yeah, yeah, it's been wait. I keep calling them the AMAs, the CMAs. Sorry. ACMs were last night. There's like so many countries. There's so many that like it's impossible to keep track of. (laughs) The BRBs last night. The the music awards. The TTYLs. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Also a big night for them. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you what what what's next? Because uh, you are still so young in your life and you have so much room to accomplish so so many things. (laughs) But you've already started this magazine at such a young age and now you're touring with some of the hottest artists. So are you going to continue on this touring vibe for a little bit? And then how do you, how do you trump what you've already done? Um, I don't know. And that's kind of the question right now. I've also kind of come to peace with the fact that like naked will kind of be the greatest thing I ever do. Um, I can look at it like, not that I'm any way comparing myself to Aaron Paul, but (laughs) um, after Breaking Bad, he said something where he was like, I know that this is the greatest thing I'll ever do. And I've accepted that. And like, whatever I do next, hopefully it'll be great, but it won't be this great. Um, and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, I think I've spent the last eight years fully focused on work, which is great. And I'm still going to focus like a lot of my life on work, but I do like the idea of like, being able to have a personal life or like a little bit of a routine um, or like maybe get a dog. Cause I like, will have a little more time to take care of one in theory. Um, but definitely the, the majority of the rest of my year is touring with Casey and Dan and Shay. Um, and there's some things on the table for next year as well. So just going to be a road dog for a while. It seems like you decide on an artist like Jimmy rolled on the cover and then it happens in two years. And then you decide that you want to like, you know, meet me Casey Musgraves and then it happens. (laughs) What's your secret? (laughs) I don't know. I like, I really do believe in like manifesting things into the universe. Um, like I feel like that's happened a lot in my life. Um, like big fan of vision boards. Um, I have a vision notebook cause it's like a little more secret. Um, it's that's like not on awesome. the wall. Yeah, I would say traveling on the road with yeah, a vision yeah, board yeah, is probably sorry. not ideal. <laughs> my bunk just looks like a yeah. teenage girl's room. I just want to see you like show up to the airport. Like, Hey guys, this is my pillow and my vision board. <laughs> you know, whatever works. I mean, everyone else in the band has their guitar and you yeah. Yeah. Like a vision board case. That's fair. No, but uh, that's really smart. That's, and that's, you know, very cost effective too, for any of our listeners that want to try and have, you know, a vision notebook instead so you just get magazines and cut it out and put Mm -hmm. it in your notebook and then you can just flip pages and like if you decide something doesn't work anymore just rip out the page oh i love that um 
Yeah. So that, that's what I do. And that's so doable. And so then do you, how often do you do something like that? Um, I like to like sit down like once a month with like a stack of like that month's magazines and just like pull things from it. Um, and or, do you sit down with a mentality of like, I want to find pictures that are like me on tour or do you just kind of rip out what speaks to you? Kind of just rip out what speaks to me. Like if it's an artist I want to work for and they're like in like the entertainment weekly, like bullseye, I'll just like cut them out and put it there and like, maybe I'll get hired to shoot one of their shows. And it seems like it works. So I yeah, I mean, go we'll see. And <laughs> I love it. And I do just because we we have it, and I know this is an annoying question, but will you tell our listeners how old you are so they do have the like <laughs> shock factor and reference of how much you've accomplished already? Uh, I'm 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's why we created podcasts being like, well, we're still going to figure it out now in our 30s and we don't know really what's coming up next. You might be one of the youngest we've had on. Oh, I know. Um, but I've peaked at 25. Yeah, so <laughs> but I also wonder if acknowledging that you've peaked at 25 then allows you to not peak at 25 and to continue on. And then it takes some pressure off. Yeah, for sure. Like maybe if people have lower expectations for me, that they'll come true. Well, it seems like you have lower expectations for, for yourself, yourself. Which, is, which is really effective. Yeah, um, that's definitely been helpful. Um, but yeah, I, it's a lot of self-deprecating, which definitely I think um, makes every accomplishment seem like a surprise. Um, but yeah. Okay, speaking <laughs> of self-deprecating, what was like what was a day when everything just went wrong? Like I love it when you're just like in charge of everything and everything's it. been going great. It's like easy to talk about all the days when like everything, you got Jimmy eat world, you're, you know, in the PLL land, <laughs> but when it's like, Oh my gosh, like we, someone dropped out or this person never showed up or this is a terrible interview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've had a few of those, but I think the worst and like, I can tell the story because the girl who I started with, her name's Ariella. We are still very, very close friends. Um, but there were moments when we were going to kill each other when we were working together. But there was one specific um, issue. It was still in the first year um, and we had the used on the cover. And the shoot was a disaster to begin with because um, the lead singer was kind of going through a personal thing and was just like not in the mentality to be doing a photo shoot that day. But like we still went with it. We shot that cover in two minutes because he was just done. I asked him to like move his head and he like flipped out at me, like had a full meltdown, left the room. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. We took like six frames. Like we're going to figure out how to make this work. And I was like still in high school and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then on top of that, Ariella was writing the cover story for that. And this is the only issue we've ever put out late because she just couldn't write it. Um, and the whole issue came out like six days late um and we lied to everyone and was like we got locked out of our website because we're 18 and stupid um but the reality was like none of us could get our shit together for this one um and that was the moment i was like are we doing this right but did you feel like it it kind of made you stop and think like okay how do we want to yeah it definitely changed kind of our approach to like um even just like giving more time when like we'll shoot a cover like two months in advance now so that can't happen again yeah um and like things like that that you know it's one of those things that like you do have to like learn as you go like no one could have told me like you know and one day the band might have a meltdown yeah. and <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's not really a how-to book for 
No, there's no how-to book for how to deal with musicians, though there really should be. (laughs) I'm married to one. Yeah, yeah. so you could write it. Yeah, (laughs) I'll work on that. (laughs) So when does the final issue come out? Um, October 1st. Okay. um, And it's going to be kind of like a yearbook style celebration. Um, So the last like normal issue will be September with 99. And then, yeah, the 100th will be the final, which is insane. Do you have anyone you can tease that's coming up on the issues? Um, the next few months, uh, May, we have Asia D from the bold type. And then, um, June is Franzia from Gronish. Um, and then we're still putting together our eight year anniversary issue. So I don't have an answer for that yet, (laughs) but, um, yeah, those are the next two. Um, and then the final issue is going to be a mosaic of the first like 99. Um, and then the inside will be portraits of a whole bunch of people. Wow. And where can our listeners go to get Naked Magazine? Um, NKDMag.com. And you can buy either digital or physical copies through there. Um, yeah. Perfect. And where can they follow you since you're going to be traveling the world? <laughs> um, the best tour ever. Just at Catherine Powell on everything. Got just the first and last name on all socials because I was an early adapter. That's great. <laughs> we'll have that in our notes too if you guys want to click on that and follow. Cool. Her. And what's your final like? What do you have like a mantra? You have a you have a uh, like a uh, the secret journal, mm-hmm. but do you have like a mantra that keeps you going? Do you have like something that you do in your own routine that um, that's kept you going through the past eight years of kind of owning your own business and. Um, this is more of a recent thing, but one of my best friends and I have been saying this, like, I guess since the top of this year, like to what end, um, and just like when you're going to do something or like you have to do something like to ask yourself, like, to what end are you doing that for? Like, what is the end goal of this specific action? And like, if there isn't one, is it like really worth your time? Um, but that was also, yeah, that kind of came into play with, you know, when it, at the beginning of this year, when it came time to sort of start putting the pieces together for the last one. It was like, okay, to what end? Like, this is the end. Like I've done what I wanted to do with this. Um, so now I feel comfortable, like letting it just be what it was. Cause what did you want to do with this magazine? Um, I wanted to like tell stories. That was sort of the main focus of it was to give people who maybe only got like a page in a magazine or a little excerpt, like more space to tell their story. Because I think like, especially with, anyone in the creative world, like they have a story to some capacity. And that was the main goal. And then like selfishly, my personal goals were like to be able to work with someone like Jimmy Eat World or to like meet artists that I could tour with or to have like enough clout that like Rolling Stone would publish my photos, like which just happened like two weeks ago, (laughs) Um, which is insane. Um, And I literally cried in the airport. As when I, I literally landed in Burbank, saw the um, magazine at the Hudson newsstand and like picked it up and was just like crying at the checkout line. And the woman was like, are you OK? And I was like, no. <laughs> this is a very emotional <laughs> this is a big day. <laughs> issue of Rolling Stone. But that was yeah, that was the goal was like I wanted to have a photo in Rolling Stone and like it took eight years. But, you know, it felt very like. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but like kind of like fate that like I once I finally let go of like this thing that was supposed to be my way into that, that like that happened. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think you've peaked. I think you're just <laughs> climbing a really tall mountain. Well, thanks. So uh, we're so excited to see what you do next. Thanks. And thanks yeah. for coming to share your story because I, you're really inspiring. Thanks Everything for having me. at 25. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to have you back in your 30s. <laughs> Grandma's over here. I'll still be doing this. And I'll just be like, I have committed to a life of raising dogs on yeah, a farm. Exactly. Um, that's all I do now. <laughs> you guys make sure you follow Catherine Powell and check out Naked Magazine. Like always, I feel so inspired after our interviews with our guests. Catherine is, she's got a lot of insight and I loved her. Um, the one thing I'm taking away from her is her cute little vision journal. I love the vision journal. And it makes so much sense because so many people who have accomplished a lot at a young age have something that they do. It's part of their routine to set a goal or continue to further themselves in some way. And so she seems really passionate about her vision journal. And it seems like something that is doable and something she can once a month um, change and then take on the road with her now because it's not just usually people have vision boards up in their bedrooms. But if she's on tour with Casey Musgraves, she has to make it um, user friendly. And so that's what she does. And I'm really inspired by that. I love the idea of just leaning into being a fan. I loved mm -hmm. her twist on the on the positive positive side of social media that if you're trying to work with a company or if you're trying to work with an artist, you know, just be you, mm -hmm. be you to the extreme and put it out there like, hey, this is what I like. This is what I'm supporting. And I just loved that she was that she was able to say that that's how she's made connections in the past as well. Because sometimes, yeah, I think it's easy to get caught up in this, like, I got to be cool or this brand or like, you're either a fan or you're like, or you're like cool. And she just lives it all. Um, and I also loved that, uh, that she just, that she is such a fan. Mm -hmm. I just love that. Well, she owns who she is, which is something that I think we all are still, I don't know, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm still learning to do that and to be able to really have a sense of self at 25 is um, really admirable. And I think that's why she's so successful. I agree. And I lost my train of thought for a second, but what I, what I knew what I wanted to say is it reminded me of our conversation with Ilse Juber um, a few episodes back where she talked about just following the art, like that you have to follow the art of it. And that is what I think Catherine has done so well is she starts from a place of like what she's passionate about. Like she wants to know the new music and you pointed it out so wonderfully, Kayla, by saying you're not, none of this is obligatory. You're not treating this as a job, even though it is your job and you're doing it very well, but it's, she truly is following the intent, the intentions of why she started this magazine to begin with yeah. all these eight years plus later and a hundred articles later, or no, a hundred issues, issues later. hundred issues. That's incredible. I, I love that she's also like, she's ready to say goodbye to this chapter. And, you know, she self-admittedly didn't have to. Mm -hmm. She was like, no, it was going fine, but this is, it's time for me to move on to what's next. Yeah. And I, and I genuinely think that she will accomplish whatever it is. And if we are ever able to peek into her vision notebook, we will, <laughs> we will see the future because she clearly is a powerful creator and good for her. More power to her. I agree. So everyone go out there and get a notebook. Yes. 
start getting magazines, cutting them out. And we hope you feel inspired by Catherine and all that she's accomplished at 25. But also, don't put pressure on yourself yeah. if you're 25 or older and haven't done that. It's never too late. <laughs> um, so thanks for joining us on Directionally Challenged today. We hope you feel inspired and join us next week for our next episode. As the creators of Clean Beauty, Bare Minerals is driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five ingredients, all minerals. For Bare Minerals, to be clean without compromise means good for skin formulas with proven performance. Upgrade to clean beauty products. Use the foundation finder at bareminerals.com to find your perfect match. First-time customers will get 15% off when you use the promo code CHALLENGED. Bare Minerals, the power of good. Own iconic luxury items at unreal values with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury from top designers at 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of experts, and new arrivals come in daily. New customers receive an automatic $25 off at checkout. Shop in-store, online, or download the app and get 20% off selected items with the promo code REAL. TheRealReal.com, promo code REAL. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.